Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun, and Prophet this is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 364, where Drew and myself will go over comics originally releasing February 15th, 2017. But Drew, before we do that, I will flip it over to you to see if our listeners have any feedback from previous episodes, or if there's anything else going on in the wild world of comics. Are you in a hurry? You got some place to be? No, but with my voice doing this, um, the the quicker I can do things, the better. If I do it slow, it it sounds sexy, but it, it hurts worse. <laughs> oh, well, we don't want you in pain. All right. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, we heard heard back from Jason, um, and he talked to Jed from Aloha Comics. If you recall, Jed uh, is the Instagram, the, the Instagram guy. Uh, so he he's mentioned that we mentioned, that he had mentioned, that we had mentioned Aloha Comics and uh on air and so he listened to our our show and then uh he gave us a shout out on his instagram feed to all his followers so it's like the circle of life and and a very kind of him and jason and um and everyone that uh, continues to share our our podcast with others we appreciate that and uh that's 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 kind when you do that we also enjoy when you um when you send us feedback or give us a review on itunes um, that's cool too. And uh, Michael was a Michael Lamb says uh, he started off on a sad note. His beer and pizza didn't sit well in his stomach because he had to watch the Falcons choke against the Pats with a twenty-eight point twenty-eight to three lead in the third quarter. And I believe that's when you went to bed, Drew. I did. I said it's in the bag. I'm gonna go read some comics. And get some shut eye because there's no reason to watch this thing anymore. Ah, sucked. It sucked. Uh, so the great, great evil empire has won another one. Boo. Boo. Uh, he also says, I enrolled in Marvel Unlimited last week and it is ah. amazing. Access to the entire back catalog, six months behind the current month's issues for less than six bucks a month. I'm currently reading BKV's run on The Runaways, which I've always love heard... The, love that run. Love the second volume. Skip the third. Yep. <laughs> which I've always heard good things about, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I really wish DC would offer something similar. I would definitely sign up. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, if If we had... I don't know if we'd buy another... We'd buy another Marvel or DC comic if we had those. If we had, if we had a Marvel and DC Unlimited that was six months behind and everything, uh, why would we ever buy another print comic? Well, I mean, I kind of like being spec spec stuff. Yeah, the the spec world will keep us up to date. The fact that I like being part of the uh, current conversation keeps us up to date but um for those things that are kind of tertiary or things you don't necessarily read or want to buy like nightwing um, it's yeah hey wait a minute <laughs> like all of marvel um it's it's great dc is is missing out on free money for not doing this kind of thing absolutely yeah i i keep wondering if they think they're propping up uh retailers back issue bins and trade sales or something but you know, Marvel's had this for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, the Marvel trades continue to sell well. Sometimes they're at the top of the list, you know, each each and every month. So I don't think it's cut into their trades. The and thing for me is how many things in my life can be subscription-based. It's unreal. Everything in my life is moving subscription-based. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, well, Netflix... Uh, yeah, Netflix, Amazon. Your TVs, yeah, Amazon subscription based. Uh, there's certain things for like video games, like uh, EA Access that's subscription based yeah. for back catalogs on certain yeah. games. Um, Spotify type things are uh, are subscription based. Everything's yeah. a monthly subscription. Uh, even uh, uh, Windows Office is a subscription based yeah. now. Adobe Creative Cloud. Yeah, Adobe. Yeah, everything is going to that. Um, certain podcasts that you love and would like to support on a monthly basis, you can do so with <laughs> <laughs> the donate button. Um, yeah, I, I now six bucks for Marvel, I think, is a bargain. Um, but there's probably tw- twice to three times the content on the DC side because it's been around longer. It's got a lot more characters, mm-hmm. so. 
I think it'd be worth 15 to 20 a month, wouldn't it? No. Oh, I think so. I think that's too much. Too steep. Too steep. What'd you, what would you pay? You'd 9.99 pay, would be the ceiling in my mind. You'd pay 10 for that, and you'd pay... What What if Marvel raises theirs to, to match? So you'd pay 10 for each? I wouldn't, but I, I can see others doing it. Man, I just... I mean, I, I just want to go back and just be able to just go flip through the golden age and at my le- leisure and just follow little Easter eggs and crumbs and just boom from one one book to the other and until my heart's content. Hmm. I think that'd be fun to have an, the entire catalog at, at your fingertips. But I can't get my reading done now. So That's what I was thinking. There's so much I'm trying yeah. to read now. Yeah. I can't imagine having to delve into the previouses. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why they're holding up, holding back. Um, they should do it, but they haven't, and it's been a long time. So uh, Marvel's kind of got this all to themselves. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, some more from Michael. Curse words number one was so awful, I immediately checked to see if I had any more issues on pre-order. Thankfully, I did not. Uh, I did the exact same thing. I... Got through that, and I said, oh, please tell me I just sampled this, because it was terrible. Um, and I don't, I won't be reading anymore. And uh, I think Charles Soule did a he- has done a heck of a job on Letter 44, and then fallen off a cliff. I don't think I like <laughs> anything else he's written. And uh, this is another swing and a miss, as far as I'm concerned. You read it, Kyle? I did not. Mm. Save yourself. Save yourself some time. Uh, he also says, I sent my Saga number one in to CGC, re- really hoping for a 9.8, which will go, which is currently going for about 500 bucks right now. A 9.6 going for 250 to 275 An amazing difference in price for a .2 higher grade. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on selling, but it would be nice to have a 9.8. Uh, remember when I didn't want to pay $70 for Saga number one because I thought that was too high? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, I kind of have the uh, inkling to try to get mine to CBCS yeah. or whatever it is because I have a, it's signed by BKV with a COA. Um, so I think that could be authenticated for a signature series through CBCS. Um, I, mine would not be a 9.8. There is a small little kind of little crease on the spine that happens when I, I blame BKV himself for that and that's okay it might be something that could press out but I, well, love, I just I love my comic that one is so awesome well we I have good that, news ones. because mm-hmm. uh, our friend oh, friend, yeah, yeah. friend of the podcast Cowabunga Comics uh, up there in um, Oconomowoc Oconomowoc thank you for bailing me out there Oconomowoc they, they actually do pressing and they 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 would do the they will do the packaging the shipping to CBCS because uh, they do that stuff in bulk. So you reach out reach out to Cowabunga, give them a call, and uh, and see how you can uh, they can hook you up. Yeah, so that is a good reminder that uh, check with your LCSs on this kind of thing because sometimes yeah, like we talked to Bob who said one of the local shops up in Columbus. Uh, does pressing and stuff stuff as well. So maybe even on the grading front, uh, check with your LCS that you have a good relationship. See if you can piggyback off them and uh, save yourself that subscription fee or perhaps uh, a little bulk shipping. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chris Brooks says a series that should return in 2017 for him is We Can Never Go Home, which is Black Magic. What do you guys say? Uh, I'm getting my wish with Rat Queens, so yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I'm saying Starve. Ooh, I'd like I'd like another Starve for sure. And just for a little poke at Michael Lamb, um, let's let's bring witches back. Yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah. Chris Brooks said witches. We can oh, never go. We can never go home. Witches and black magic. There you go. Those were his. So, um, yeah, good. Good stuff, um, and I'm—I I can't believe I'm saying this, 
Let's bring back Wolverine this year. This is it's time. It is it's time. time. It is time. He served his uh, adamantium uh, penance in his little statue there, and uh, yeah, I I wonder if they're going to do it before or after this little X X Men resurgence thing over the over the summer. The what are they doing? Have you read anything on the, what the summer event is with all the X Men books? Nope, because I know I'm going to skip it, so there's no point in reading about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Wolf says, Green Valley is a very underrated comic. The whole run has been fantastic. It's a long-term hold for him. Yep. Do, you, do you agree with that? I I I have literally bought three issues of every... I will have three full sets of this book. I will sell one of those sets fairly soon to recoup most of my investment, my initial investment. One of them I will hold close to my heart and mm-hmm. try to find Max and have him sign all of them. And the other will be a long-term investment book. Huh. I'm not uh, I'm not feeling it the way you guys are. But oh, that's good. Interesting. Interesting. To each his own. Uh, Wolf says, I uh, hope you guys loaded up on New Mutants 25 and 26. The premiere of Legion kicked off, and it was excellent. Any spec thoughts? Well, um, I didn't have any luck finding 25 and 26, nor did I have any luck finding any image uh, homage covers for the 25th anniversary. Oh, swing and a miss. So uh, I, I had a bad week <coughs> at the LCS. Um, I, I, got, I, got, I did find a nice little run of uh, Mark Millar's M- MPH, but that's just kind of chicken feed compared to those two things I was looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah, but uh, as far as Legion, I've heard, I hear nothing but good. I actually went out and looked for those books when it was first option because I heard they were fairly inexpensive to look for, um, but I struck out as well. Yeah. And it's not something I, de- I wanted to go to the secondary market for. Everybody snapped them up. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Um, well, we uh, are waiting on numbers from all the big boys that do the the diamond numbers and compute them for us. And we haven't, we don't have February, and we still, after all this time, don't have 2016. So I thought we'd have a fun little exercise and see how much, if Kyle remembers the top-selling book from each month. Drew, you know I love exercise, so bring it on. <laughs> oh, wait, I do have t- New Mutants 26. I don't have 25, but I do have 26. You have it in your in yeah. your collection already? Yeah. You yeah, it's the, the first full appearance. I, rem- I the, the cover, I'm like, ah, I do have that. 50 bucks? Noist. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, so th- let's start off easy. Uh, what was the December top-selling book? Okay, that was just... A little while ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was. <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. Um, maybe, 20... maybe I shouldn't start with the easy one. Uh, wasn't it? Let's see. Okay. Was it? It wasn't. I've... It wasn't one of the Batman books. As great it? radio as this is. <laughs> oh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, was that Justice League? Oh, so close. Uh, what was it? Justice League Suicide Squad, number one. <sighs> Man, that was really close. Crap. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. What do you think the top book, the top selling book of November was? Uh, it's either Civil War or Batman, because that was a down... Uh, Batman Rebirth, number one. Uh, what about October? Uh... No, wait, not Batman number, Rebirth, number one. What the hell was that? It wasn't number one. It would have been like the uh, ninth. It was ten. Eight. Okay, ten. Or eight. No, ten. Issue ten was was the top seller in November. So it was a down month, obviously. Yeah. So what did you say? What was your guess in October? That was either Civil War or Batman again, I figure. It was Big Trouble in Little China. Well, that's, yep. Escape from New York from Boom. Thanks to our good friends mm-hmm. at Loot Crate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, September. Um, see, this is still when Batman was doing well. Yep, yep. Batman and that six. was still when Civil War was doing well. 
Batman number six. I think six. this might have been a bit of... Okay. Sorry, yep. you were telling me the answer. Yep, yep. Batman number six. Okay. Okay. Now, August. Is that when All-Star Batman hit? No. Harley okay. Quinn number one. Ah. Okay. Yeah. July. Okay. July is when we started... Okay. It's a rebirth title. Yep. It's uh, a rebirth title. Um, was... Uh, Your brain is mush. Justice League. Justice League. Nice. You got it. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. How about June? Okay. Was that our full rebirth month? That was our first rebirth month, wasn't it? Close, but it wasn't. This was Civil War Two. Oh, okay. Number one. Crap. Gotcha. Now, if we go to May, though, and you repeat oh. your answer... Okay, so that our rebirth. That's, yeah, that was DC Rebirth, number yeah, one. DC Rebirth was in May, yes. Gotcha. So now we're all the way back to April. What was number uh, one? Okay, Okay. so at this point, DC was finishing up its new 52 stuff, yeah. so it was not in the tops. Right. Um, I don't know if we had some sort of Star Wars title, I figure. Nope, it was Black Panther, number one. Oh, that was the... F- the yep. big old Black Panther big month. Black Panther month. Yeah, it was like three hundred grand, didn't it? Dang. Uh, let's see. Then we go back to March. So we're firmly in the new fifty-two at this point. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars again. This is Batman number fifty. Uh, okay. Okay. And then February. Okay. At the end of the year, we—I don't know. I'm going to say Batman again. It is Dark Knight the Third, oh, Dark Knight Three, um, and then January. January is Walking Dead. Well, uh, very cool. You got it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Now, I only know that because I was looking at that just the other day. So, based on. Uh, the numbers that we have from all those months, we have a projected top five for the year. Um, now it's not necessarily true that you had to win your month to be in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were some months that had two or three monster Big books. dogs, yeah. So, um, you want to hazard a guess at what the... F- fifth projected biggest selling book is for the year of 2016 let's see we've got we're gonna have civil war we're gonna have big trouble down little china we're gonna have batman in there we're gonna have all all star batman in there i'm gonna say all star batman all star batman is the number five that's pretty awesome i can't believe you got that that's pretty cool uh number four batman one champions number one ah which did not win its month and i don't think all-star batman did either so the, mm-hmm. the, i'm not sure when those came out but they neither one of them didn't did. mm-hmm. uh number three uh Big Trouble in Little China. Harley Quinn. Okay, it's the Harley Quinn month. Gotcha. Number two. Um, it's not DC Rebirth. Uh, Civil War. It's Civil War. And, okay. no, and number one. Which one was number one? Shoot, which one had the most? I'm blanking. It was Big Trouble. Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, yeah. that was the number one. Yeah. Um. So, I don't remember the sales for Rebirth, but it must not have been... It was north of 200,000, but south of 300,000. Boy. It, but then uh, it went through a bunch of printings. It, it had all those printings, thing. and I wonder yeah. if those will count. No. They're the, going by skew. That won't count. Mm-mm. Okay. So while we wait, that's all we have is supposition and uh, parlor games to keep to tide us over. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate. Hey, and in uh, February is underway, um, and I meant to 
do a quick little sneak at some of the cool comic conventions going on around the world right now, around the country right now. Uh, this, as you hear this, this weekend in Atlanta is the Seishun Con. Not the what? The Seishun Con. I don't know what that is. But it sounded, I like I like the way it sounds. We've got the Des Moines Comic Book Convention in Altoona, Iowa. We've got Motor City Comic Con on the 12th at Novi, Michigan. Omaha's Comic Book Convention on the 12th in Omaha, Nebraska. The Boscone 54 in Boston, Mass., February 17th through the 19th. Capricorn 37 in Wheeling, Illinois, February 17th through the 19th. Bar Point in Timonium, Maryland, February 17th through the 19th. Gallifrey. I don't know what the hell these are. These are, are these like science fiction conventions, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's, they're just, that's just too weird. How about San Diego Comic Fest? I didn't, why would they do another one when they have the con <laughs> there? That doesn't make any sense. That's the 17th through the 20th as well. We got a Wizard World Portland in, in Portland, oddly enough, February 17th through the 19th. Uh, Middle Georgia Comic Convention in Macon on the 18th. Springfield, Illinois having a Comic-Con on February 18th. South Bend, Indiana, not quite close enough for us to shoot over to until on February 19th. Um, Prezcon, um, Charlotte, Charlottesville, Virginia. Is that all about your beloved comic Prez? I thought it would be awesome. That would be really awesome. Um, and then all kind of leading up to Emerald City in Seattle uh, on the first of, or the 2nd of March. This goes through the 2nd through the 5th, and that's going to be a star-studded affair, I hear. So there's some cons already uh, early in the season, which is cool. Um, okay. Doesn't really heat up until uh, March, but uh, there's still stuff going on. That's I thought that was kind of neat. We've got to make it to something. Yeah. Yep. We've got to make it to something. <laughs> um, I think we're ready for sneak peek now. All right, Drew. Let's follow me over to previewsworld.com. We're going to check out upcoming releases. We'll look at what's coming out in your local comic book shop February 15th, 2017. Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Well, uh, Spell on Wheels <laughs> is finishing up. The fifth issue of this miniseries has been fun. I've enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to see if it sticks the landing. This is, of course, written by Kate Leth, or Leith, with art by Megan Levins, and a cover by Joe Quinones. And, um, yeah, yeah, witches. Witches looking for their spells and um, artifacts, magical artifacts, because they got stolen and are being sold on a magical eBay. So they're (laughs) tracking them down. It's been kind of fun. I wonder if Magical eBay still always sides with the seller or the buyer. <laughs> Probably does, and there's a lot of fees. Yeah, a lot of fees. Those fees get you. Your soul. <laughs> uh, Dead Inside, uh, the third issue of a five-issue miniseries. Once again, I'm not sure if that I knew that was a miniseries when I started this. Probably not. Uh, it's written by John Arcudi with art by Tony Fajula. And a cover by Dave Johnson. And this is the kind of cops with a beat in the in the prison system. And uh, trying to solve a mystery in there. And uh, this hasn't been coming out as regularly as I would hope. This is the third issue, and it feels like it's been like six months since I read that first issue. Maybe, mm. I, maybe it hasn't been, but it sure feels like it. You reading Ether, sir? No, it was too weird. I jumped it. <laughs> Can't do it even though it's Matt Camp? Nope. But, issue number four, 12-year-old Hazel loves spending summers at her grandmother's house. Granny's magical stories of adventure in the ether are unlike the stories of fairy tales Hazel will find in the library. And then one summer, Hazel gets a little too curious and discovers the source of those stories when she falls through a well into a magical dimension. She learns that there's a dark side to the ether, and her granny never told her about that. Hmm. Anything else in Dark Horse, brother? Nah. Let's head on down to DC. 
A lot of uh, our books are underway in another story arc or finishing mm. up one. I think it's uh, Green Arrow uh, 17, which is finishing up its Emerald Outlaw finale, which I think I'm reading. Um, <laughs> this is this has been pretty good. Um, it has a re- it has a redacted area here. It says. Uh, the biggest Green Arrow epic since the start of the Rebirth era. Ooh, wow, 15 issues ago. Um, comes to a shattering conclusion when Oliver, Amico, and Black Canary unite against the deadly assassin terrorizing Seattle's most prominent citizens, but Redacted won't go down without a fight, even if it takes all of Seattle with him. Mm. So who's Redacted? <laughs> Drew, I know what you'll be reading this week. Batwoman Rebirth number one, written by Marguerite Bennett and James Tynan the Fourth. Two Pass. people that you don't really like. Pass. With art by Ben Oliver and a cover by Stephen Epting. The newest chapter of Batwoman's life begins here. Monster Venom is the hottest new bioweapon on the market. And to break up the syndicate spreading it around the world, Batwoman's going to have to return to the place where she spent some of her darkest hours. Learn where Batwoman comes from and where she's going in this one-shot prologue to the first big Batwoman epic, The Many Arms of Death. Well, you know, they're they're all, both of those guys, girls, Marguerite and, um, who's the other guy? James Tynan the fourth? Yeah. They are disciples <coughs> of Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like some Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way to go out on a limb there, Drew. But, you know, he does, he writes long-form scripts, he... He, some of his arcs kind of go on for a long time. Um, he's a very talented guy, but, uh, you know, like sometimes when you make copies of copies and by the time you get to that last copy, it's kind of lost a little bit. Well, that's kind of like Marguerite Bennett and James Tynan. They're no Scott Snyder, so it doesn't work as well. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I'm enjoying animosity, but yeah, it's it's not it's not awesome. It's just good. Really great Jai Lee cover. Um, it is a nice cover uh, on that one. I mean, James Tynion the Fourth did a phenomenal job with Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last year. Mm, um, yeah, that proved to me he can he can write with with some nice love involved to it. Uh, if he gets something good that he really can sink his teeth into so i'm curious I, i'm gonna read this just to see what their take is on it i mean didn't he do the batman and robin eternal yeah but all that eternal stuff didn't turn out good it just wasn't a good time frame well i don't know yeah maybe isn't nightwing he, number 15 isn't he doing detective too i believe James so. yeah. some some people like it yeah to each his own. Nightwing, number 15, of course, written by Tim Seeley. Art by Minkyu Jung. Ah, oh, Minkyu Jung. Yep. Cupid calls. In the aftermath of Bloodhaven's story, Nightwing has embraced his role as the city's resident hero and met a new love interest, leader of the runoffs. But, but is a relationship between a hero and an ex-villain destined for anything other than heartbreak? Yeah, you and your Nightwing. Uh, hey, j- hey. Hey, what? It's good stuff. It's it, good stuff. Is it? Is it, though? Yes. yes. All right. Uh, yes. What could be d- good stuff that I haven't been paying attention to is Justice League. And uh, this is an opportunity for me to sample an issue because it's a it's a part one of a new epic uh, written by Brian Hitch eh, with art by <laughs> Fernando Passarine and Matt Ryan. Uh, Timeless Part 1, a new epic begins with a mysterious young woman implores the Justice League join the fight against the Timeless, a cosmic threat they've never faced before because it exists at different points throughout Earth's history. Now the Justice League must travel to both the past and the future in a literal race against time. Might be cool, might be confusing. 
Drew, I'm going to bury the lead. This is my pick of the week because I've been looking forward to it. This is the first thing I'm going to read this week. Okay. Super Sons, number one, written by Peter Tomasi. Oh, yeah. Jorge Jimenez on art and cover. Starting storyline, When I Grow Up, part one, the sons of Batman and Superman have graduated into their own monthly comic. But if they want to survive, they're going to have to share it. Written by Peter Tomasi. Teams with rising star artist Jorge Jimenez from Earth 2, to bring you the adventures of the world's smallest. <laughs> this debut issue looks at the lives of Robin and Superboy and their destiny to follow in their father's footsteps, while we meet a new villain whose ascension parallels the boy's own understanding of their powers, except that he believes it's his right to rule over every being on the planet. So not only do we get a number one, not only do we get some really cool covers, we get first appearance of a new villain yeah, very nice very nice and, and that, we get a, a, a baller looking dustin nguyen b cover which looks like it looks like the two tims from descender so if you're reading descender and the little tim robots uh that's okay. exactly that's exactly how he draws them so uh i thought that was kind of cool very, very, nice. very reminiscent so it's not only not bearing the lead it's actually spoiling your pick is it yeah okay what what does it mean when you bury the lead i thought that's when you just you're just like here's everything up front no you, when you bury the lead you uh say something really interesting after you've kind of uh just meandered around for a while and uh, then the yeah, really interesting like... important thing you started talking about later and that's burying the lead because that should have been the first thing that you said okay so what i said is not to bury the lead so no i just yeah no so, Wildstorm number one, <laughs> <laughs> written by Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis, I've been hearing a lot about lately because there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about a new Netflix Castlevania yeah. hardcore R-rated animated series written by Warren Ellis. So I'm super, super excited about that. I'm also very excited about Wildstorm number one, written by Warren Ellis. Um, seems like Wildstorm I've heard of before. Does this have any connection? It has connection to Image. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. So Jim Lee is doing this, right? This was Jim Lee's baby back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, So it's there's some basis in that world here. I don't know. I don't remember that those comics very well. So I don't know if the characters are the same. I read the essay by Warren Ellis in the back of uh, last week's comics. And he talks about uh, this is a, a like a young animal launch. Uh, there's going to be, I think, four comics in this in this line. Um, but he's going, instead of doing it like Young Animal did it all in one month, he's going to launch them every six months. And hmm. then one of them will actually morph into a, another title. So it will, it will stop being whatever it is and become a different title. Uh, that's his plan, and the this is the first of that set of books. So the danger okay. in that is this doesn't sell crap. Then why is DC going to print those other four in a year and a half, right? Uh, yeah. So that's the danger of of not front loading them. Um, but it, it sounds like he's got a really interesting plan. Um, but I don't know if it's going to resonate with anyone. We'll see. Worth reading? I'm going to read this one. I will be reading this one for sure. Um, but I, I just don't know if I'm going to grasp it. It might be based too much on that image series and those characters that I don't know. And then... That that I, just wouldn't be accessible to me, but I would hope he would do a better job than that. Hmm. But I think yeah, I think it'll be cool. Um, uh, I'm still reading a couple of the young animals and liking them. So yeah, but Jim Lee has a, a variant on this Wildstorm number one. I'm gonna say you're gonna probably want to pick that up. Yeah, Tulalote variant's pretty rad as well, but the Jim Lee one, obviously, the one to snag up. Anything else circling around the DC world? 
Uh, another new star for Superman. Um, mm-hmm. Loving that. Uh, Trinity? Kind of getting weird. Not really enjoying that anymore. I don't know if you're still reading that. Not at the moment. And uh, Unfollow. It's really, really still great. And Defend uh, your boy on the Trinity B cover. My boy is who? Oh, Bill Sienkiewicz. Wow. That is uh, some interesting artistic choices right there. Yeah, don't like it. <laughs> okay, just checking, making sure I'm not the only one that thought don't it was odd. Don't like it. Yeah, no, not not a nice cover. Still doing Unfollow? Yeah, yeah, love Unfollow, and uh, it's... It's doing. We down to like seven people now. We nah, we 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 have killed some people. I'll tell you that. And okay, we've Game of Thrones it. Yeah, and I think our numbers are in are they're in double digits for sure. I can't remember if they're like in the eighties or the seventies at this point. Forties maybe. I don't know. I have to. I, I <laughs> There's a big disparity. There's a big there. jump. There is a big <laughs> jump. But they. Spoiler alert! They killed like. 40 people at once with a plane uh, crashed into a building, which was really cool. Very nice. All right, if that's all for us in DDC, let's head on down to IDW. Batman Adventures, Batman TMNT Adventures, number four. Uh, good, not as good as uh, Batman and the Ninja Turtles, but still cute and fun, just not as serious and not as well done. No. TMNT ongoing is up to episode or issue sixty seven. My my my. Seems like it just started. Eh? Anything else? No. All right. Let's see what Image has for us. We've got God your... Country. Yep. Going to a second print. Yeah, and we got the second issue with that beautiful cover homage to Savage Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with your cover C, which was really slick. Uh, we've got Green Valley 14, or number four, I'm sorry. Yep. Good stuff there. We've got a 25-cent Invincible. And the tribute issue of Invincible. Oh, the tribute issue's a quarter, too. Holy crap. <laughs> Not crazy. And it's an homage to... Uh, something... One of those... Oh. Shoot. Like a wild storm? <laughs> Might be a wild storm. Uh, Might be a wild storm. I can't remember. Um, God. I went uh, I went into our uh, craptastic LCS. Guess, mm-hmm. guess how many Walking Dead quarter issues they had. Probably a lot, right? Three. Oh, jeez. Three. Three 25-cent uh, Walking Deads. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I bought them all. Might as well. I'm just like keep you, it, hand them a dollar. Say keep the change. Yeah, you guys are stupid. Yeah, you don't understand how comics work. <laughs> it's true. Oh man, Manifest Destiny 26 image tribute. That's Chew, right? Is that the Chew one? Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, that's the Chew one. Uh, it looks nice. Ah, uh, Sex Criminals is doing the. Sorry, I'm just gonna look at the tributes because that's what's uh, the Killer Be Killed is the Walking Dead tribute. Yeah, and then Sex Criminals is uh, uh, Wicked and Divine. Oh, this is our Fiona naughty cover. So, just par for the course for Fiona, who draws a lot of dirty stuff within Saga. Here she gets to make a new cover. I thought we, I thought that already came out. Guess not. Mm-mm. Oh, Man, Sex I got, Criminals. I gotta get a hold of a bunch of these Walking Dead tributes. It's depressing. It's depressing how how sad how badly we missed the boat on this. It wasn't us. It wasn't an option. Uh, oh, some somebody could have. I bet you somebody else got figured it out. Yeah, but better podcasts it, than us. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It's it's all about the image. Um, Tribute covers and uh, and if you were having trouble getting a hold of Seven to Eternity number one, um, trade paperback for ten dollars out. Snag that up and read it. Well worth it. 
So I'll head over to my crappy LCS on Wednesday at 11 and uh, beg them for those tributes and they'll maybe let me buy one. <laughs> or they'll say they're all sold out. I'll bet you they do not have any. He said, I'm not, you never know, but he said he he had some and they just sold them on Wednesday. I didn't go until till, uh, yesterday. All right. Anything else in image? Not really. All right. Let's head on down to Marvel. Uh, let's see. Ooh, uh, Clone got... Conspiracy is ending. Mm-hmm. The conclusion, the Spider event of the year concludes. The Jackal takes drastic measures that Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, and Scarlet Spider could never see coming. Now, I was talking about how I hate Charles Soule. Correct. And he's writing Daredevil, but the new arc starts here, and it's called Purple. So is it about the Purple Man? The question everyone has been asking, what price did Matt Murdock pay to make his identity secret again? And who got left behind in the process? So that's kind of interesting. I kind of want to know that answer. Um, so I might be hopping back on for 17 just to find out what's going on mm -hmm. there. Mighty Thor, uh, we're still doing that. Asgard, Asgard, Shi'ar War. Uh, Monsters Unleashed. I don't, I don't know if you've stuck with that. It's a pretty expensive comic. Yeah, five bucks to lead into another series that's very similar. I think. Old Man Logan, the epic conclusion. Can Logan escape the Brood and save the rest of Alpha Flight? Does that mean the book's ending? I assume the Old Man Logan book is done here. Oh, wow. Wow, that's cool. Um, paving the way for your Wolverine prediction, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been reading Silk, even though it's it uh, ties into Clone Conspiracy. Um, but this is the... And I haven't been following... I, I mean, I'm reading Spider-Man with the uh, Gwen... Um, uh, Spider Gwen, not mm -hmm. Spider Gwen. Is it Spider Gwen? Gwenpool. Spider Gwen. Gwen. One of them. I get him confused. Um, and I didn't follow their her over to their book. So this is like the third part of this. But I've only been reading the one part that's in the book that I already read. So I think I'm missing out on some stuff that's happening. But <laughs> it's okay. I don't mind. It's still been good. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Is it? I'm not reading Poe Dameron anymore. I don't know if you are. I can't believe that's the one they decided to go with an ongoing was friggin' Poe Dameron. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. All right, Drew. Let's head on into our smaller publishers, the Black Mass, the Booms, the Onis, and other such products. Animosity 5. Marguerite Bennett got a few things coming out this week. We've got the eleventh issue of Black Eyed Kids uh, from Aftershock, and this um, could have really lost me early, but I think it's the combination of you know it's a spooky book and. There's a nice, always a nice essay in the back uh, about real life black eyed kids stories and mm -hmm. that supposedly happen all over the place. Huh. It freaks me out. And yeah. um, I do not want to turn around and see a black eyed kid staring at me. Mm -hmm. But I guess if he's out on, out on outside of my door, I have to invite him in. So. Yeah, seems to be the answer. That seems to be the answer, yeah. Archie 17, Cheryl Blossom is unleashed Stone Riverdale. Um, there is a wicked Tula Lote cover C. Um, that's the one I want. Uh, 
uh, old school comic book fans will be excited about Cerebus. Coming back, Cerebus in Hell, written by Dave Sim, the original creator. And uh, I never read Cerebus, so uh, I think I have a stack of them, and I just never got into them. And But it's back with the original creator, and uh, with a price of $4 even. That's what I was looking at, an even $4. Even 4 bucks. Don't mess around with that 99 cents. You aren't fooling anybody. It's 4 Give bucks. Me Give me that, Benny. Yeah. The Forever War. Titan Comics. Joe Hodeman. With art by Marvino. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Yeah, the visionary Hugo and Nebula award-winning SF tale by Hodeman. Beautifully realized in full color by the legendary artist Marvinel, an epic SF war story spanning space and time. The Forever War explores one soldier's experience caught up in the brutal machinery of a war that reaches across the stars. So, do we know this? Are we supposed to know this already? Oh, I think so. Hmm. Also from Titan is Hard Case uh, Crime Peep Land number four. There's only one more left after that, so this would be the penultimate. Hey. Sorry, I'm caught up looking at the Cheesecake Zenoscope Van Helsing covers. Which, what's it called? The uh, Van Helsing covers, the gallery cover there. Oh, GFT. I'm not down that, not right. down that far. The I apologize. Final issue of Savage from Valiant. Um, I've only read the first one still, so I'm not sure how number two and number three were. Um, but it's the last one. So, but number one was great. I just don't know if there's if it's still as good. Uh, of course, my spirit hunters. This is the fifth of twelve. Still fun, good stuff. Uber invasion. That seems to be the only thing Avatar is putting out anymore. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. to Avatar. They fell off a cliff. I used to be reading like five of their books, and now I'm not reading anything. It's a bummer. Trade paperback for Once Our Land out. I believe that's... Will they do two issues? Maybe three? Didn't that trade? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's about it. Really, isn't it? Mm. Nothing amazing. <laughs> Nothing to really write home about, unfortunately. Uh, WWE number two. Uh, of course, Dan Mora writing that, so everybody's got a little bit of a uh, cr- a Klaus vibe to it, which is a pretty rad-looking cover on the regular. And then we know there's some really good in- incentive covers coming from Boom on that one as well. Yeah. All right, Drew. I may have already told everybody what yep. I'm picking up this week, but Drew, what is your pick of the week? Uh, you're buying <coughs> Super Sons and... Yep. I, I say go in uh, to your image section of the new releases and gut it like a fish. Uh, you want uh, all your tribute covers. You want your triple X Fiona Staples. You want uh, just you know throw in an extra Walking Dead standard cover for good measure. You're gonna want Green Valley. You're going to want a God Country, number two. You're going to want a Kill Killer Be Killed standard cover. You're going to want every Invincible on the shelf. You're going to just grab a handful <laughs> of Invincibles for a quarter apiece. I mean, it's images, got a lot of stuff that is going to be in the stores, the right stores. So go, out, go happy hunting. 
Good luck. <laughs> um, I don't think you'll be. I don't think you'll feel bad about picking up those tribute covers, especially because most of those books are two ninety nine, right? Or is it about? Yes. Or is it split about even now? Yeah, it's a little bit, little bit, mostly two ninety nine. It looks like. Man, if if I find a stack of invincible tribute covers for a quarter, that'd be sweet. You're, you're gonna go all ham, aren't you? Um, yeah, I will take them all, please. There we go, Drew. As we finish up, I'm gonna go ahead and click on new releases down to new printings and variants. And here we'll see what's going into second prints. We can look forward to this mm. next month. Justice League Power Rangers number one went to a second print. That'll be out the week after next. Curse Words, which you are so enamored with, going to a second print. Coming out in that 22nd as well. Few, number one, same thing, also releasing the 22nd. We talked about God Country, number one, going to a second print. Is that Green a Valley cover number or just a different color? I think God Country is a different cover. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Green Valley, number four, second print, as all of them had. And number five, already going to a second print. See in Marvel, our clone conspiracy, IVX2, Unstoppable Wasp getting a second print. Hey, Aftershock, good for them. Blood Blister number one. Yep. We talked about the Dregs going to a second print. That'll be out the week after next as well. And Young Terrorists at $7 and four and a half years between issues, uh, it, March 1st. It looks kind of like a sketch cover. Does it? For the second oh, it print. does. Yeah. Kind of interesting. It might have been, yeah. We should have never let that, we should have never slept on that second issue. I don't know what we were thinking. We, there's no way we could have found it. We, we talked about it and everybody would forget about it, but. Yeah, no we did. We and we all did. We forgot about it too, yeah. We all forgot about it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, we're just as guilty. All right. Is there anything else? I wonder if. Is it, are any of the second printings on Green Valley worth anything? You think, or nope. it's just a different they're color? Just, they're, yeah, they're just shade color. Yeah. I know I am not getting any curse words. <laughs> you read it. You read it. You tell me if I'm wrong. Mm. Michael and I are wrong. You have to tell us both we're wrong. Oh, I have no problem with that at all. <laughs> All right, Drew. We want to thank everybody for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we come down your comics coming out on the 15th of February. We invite you to contact us via Twitter at, at Comics Fun Profit or on Facebook, Comics for Fun and Profit. Uh, you can also find us at Gmail at your Comics for Fun and Profit at gmail.com. Um, feel free to tell us if there's something we missed this week or if us going out. And rating all of the image ver- uh, image tribute variants is not a good idea. Let us know. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, feel free to click five stars, drop another review, say some nice things about us, move us farther up the podcasting ranks. So when you type in comics, well, by golly, we'll be there too. I want to thank you so much for joining Drew and myself, for he and I. See ya. <laughs>